gonna show you. I'm gonna show you how to operate in the spirit. This is Happy Life Studios. This message is for you. This message is for you. This message is singular to you. It's not for anybody else. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to understand. Hey, are you happy? Now that's a great question. Does the sun set high? Does the sun set high? Welcome. Happy Life Studios. Hey, are you happy? If you're not, then why? If you're not, then why? We're here to help your life be happier. Welcome to Happy Life Studios. Glad you tuned in. We are here to help make your life happier. I was listening to uh, TED Talks, and it was uh, an individual with an intellectual disability. Wow, I thought that was so cool. I mean, to me, I speak at camps for people with disabilities every summer, and it's my favorite part of the year, let alone my favorite part of the summer. I'll talk more about that in a minute. So it doesn't, it's not a big deal to me to have someone with an intellectual or a physical disability speak. In those camps, we have, we have people do that all the time. In fact, I did a youth retreat once, and the speakers, all three speakers that spoke at that youth retreat had a physical or a intellectual or mental disability. And the one that was probably the most powerful was a 14-year-old young man who had severe autism, and he had to spell out what he was sit, saying on a board, and his, his interpreter and his mom, they both were there, they'd have to take turns, and they would just say what he was what he's telling the people and they knew how to read him and the next minute he's up on a he's sit, standing on the stage and he's sitting in a chair then he's laying down on the floor and and these teenagers were listening to every word he had to say it would take him i don't know three to four times as long to say a sentence and yet every one of these young adults these teenagers would sit and listen to every word so it's not a big deal to me that um, you'd have someone with a disability, whether it be physical or intellectual, speak to people because I know what they have to offer because I've been around them. I heard a, a, on that TED Talks video, it talked about he was a Special Olympian. And he, he stat that he mentioned, I believe it was, that 50%, half of Americans don't know someone with a disability. And I'm telling you what, they have so much to offer. And my life is so much better. When in fact, when I remember when I grew up, uh, we moved into a town, and there was a, a guy there about my age, and I was probably about 16, 17, and he was mentally challenged. Uh, but he became my best friend. I mean, he became a very close friend of mine, and I remember his, his mom and his, particularly watched me very closely. She thought I was mocking him because I would tease him like I tease anybody else. I just treat him like I treat anybody else. And that's really what we all want to be. We want to be treated like everybody else. We want to be treated normal. So... This guy and I, we'd have competitions who'd have the most girlfriends. And <laughs> boy, when I can get him worked up and he would, he, the things that he would do, and I'd get him laughing. And, and uh, you know, if I had a, one girlfriend, then he'd have a truck driver girlfriend. And then if I had a truck driver girlfriend in response, and he'd have 10 truck driver girlfriends. Then he'd have helicopter girlfriends. And <laughs> man, the guy, he was just awesome. I remember one day he ran away from home, went on his bike, but he, was, he lived off this rural highway. And, and I decided to come home, but every time he saw a, a bolt or a nut on the side of the road, he'd pick it up. And by the time he got home, his pants were just bulging. 
with all these old bolts and stuff. This guy was just, man, you want to talk about the joy that he brought my life. So people with disabilities have always been a part of my life. So it's not a big deal to me that someone would speak, but I think it's a huge deal that someone that has the caliber of TED Talks would be smart enough to realize these guys have something to offer. I mean, it's a group of people that are often, they're invisible to a lot of people. They're looked beyond. They're, they're not noticed. So when Ted talks, um, notices them and says, and wants them to come and him to come and speak. In fact, one cool part of his speech, I'll, I'll put a, in the show notes, episode notes, I'll put a, a link to the Ted talks video for you. You should watch it. It's a pretty cool video, but at the very end, when the guy says, I have an intellectual disability and here I am at a Ted talks and the crowd starts going crazy and he's up there and you can see his eyes are watering up because it means so much. Ah, oh, what a great moment. The whole video is worth it for that. But I'm here to talk about happy life and you'll hear me oftentimes throughout my podcast given the definition of happy life because I wanted to make sure that we, we get it. But happy life is a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. It's not just a, a day or a month or a year. It's not just winning the lottery. It's a lifestyle. It's a way of living where we secure, that means we get it, we grab a hold of it, and we sustain, we keep it, joy in every circumstance. We keep the happy in every circumstance, not just the positive ones, but in the negative ones as well. Happy life isn't about what happens to us, it's about our response to when life throws things at us. And what I want to talk about today is, is that people with disabilities, when I go to those camps, Man, the first, first camp I went to speak at, I was actually kind of nervous and I, I wondered about it. But you know what? Those camps are the happiest places on earth. I mean, it's, it's not true. It's not Disneyland. Disneyland is not the happiest place on earth. <laughs> These camps that I speak at with people with disabilities, they're the happiest place on earth. And when we look at that, if you think happiness is about um, you're happy because something good happened, you're happy because your life is perfect, then it's not going to make sense because here people have to be wheeled around in a wheelchair or people have to be led around because they can't see or they use a cane or, or people um, have autism and they're, they're very sensitive to sound or sights or different things like that. And we look at them and say, how in the world could they be happy? And don't get me wrong. It's not like they're just all super happy. They're all human beings. They all struggle with sadness just like we do. But there's, they just, as a whole, they just tend to rise up despite their circumstances. So I started wondering why is that? And I, at first I thought it was just, a, I started by just doing one camp and I'd speak at that one camp every year. And then it turned into two camps and three camps. And, and every camp I went to was the same way. At first I thought it was just, well, just one camp because the leadership and they're very good friends of mine. They're very dear to me. And, and the leadership of this camp, I just thought, well, they're amazing. It's Camp Daniel in northern Wisconsin, and, and you should check it out, man. Give a week of your life to that and see if it doesn't just totally change you. I thought it was because of their leadership, but the other camps I went to, they were run differently. They all had the same heart, but they were run differently, and yet the people all had that same, there was just joy. It was, it oftentimes is, you know, in the one camp they call it a lot, it's the most beautiful, horrible week of your life. It's horrible because you have to see people that have the struggle that's going on or, or you have to completely physically take care of somebody. Some people do. You have to wheel them around and, and bathe them and, and other, other things like that. And, 
and it can get really messy and it can get horrible and 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 then you throw on top of it that you're, you're, you're feeling bad that they're going through some of the things that they're going through and you're tired and you're worn out because it takes a lot of work and these caretakers man I want to throw a shout out to the caretakers and the parents and the people that have people with disabilities that they take care of you are some serious serious heroes in fact if you know of anybody that delves in that world at all please share this podcast with them and let them know that they are heroes because these people that'll take a week of vacation to come and do this every year and every year they get worn out. And, and, um, and, and when you see some of these parents drop off their child um, to the camp and they're almost crying on their way out, some of them do cry on their way out because they haven't had a nap in years. They haven't had a break in years. And now they have a whole week where they can do nap, when, nap whenever they want to. So it's one of the most awful, wonderful weeks of the year so why do people do it because there's something about there there's this family there's this community there's just just why is there happiness in the midst of such struggle well sometimes i think that's the yin and the yang that's the sometimes i think that's how life is in the midst in the midst of the thorns there's the rose you wouldn't know that there was light unless there was darkness i mean you wouldn't know there was hot unless there was cold that's kind of how it goes but there's a few things that i really want to point out Number one, if you want to have a happy life, the biggest thing I want to talk about is the difference between interdependent and independent. See, in America, we're taught to be independent. Be your own person. Be your own man. Be the man. Grown men don't cry. Whenever you ask a guy how he's doing, he always says, fine, no matter what things are. At least that's how it is in the movies, so it must be in real life. But, but seriously, my family and I, we were watching a Netflix show. In fact, I, I did a video on this. Watch one on my YouTube channel. Uh, youtube.com slash Steve O'Hayes, S-T-E-V-O-H-A-Y-S. Talk about independent versus interdependent. We're taught to be independent. Be your own man. Take care of yourself. We want to be the complete package, but we're not made to be the complete package. We need each other because we all have areas of disability. Disability just means to be unable to do something. There's no one that can do everything. And there's so much power to having a team. People that live with a disability, they know that they need somebody. But those of us that don't have disabilities that are as common, we're not confined to a wheelchair, we don't have autism, or we don't have, um, you know, spina bifida, or we don't have, uh, we have all of our limbs, or we're not missing any limbs. And so we don't necessarily see our insecurities, our brokenness, our disabilities. We don't see them, or they're not as made a big deal of. So we want to act like we can get on our own. How are you doing? I'm fine. Well, you're probably not fine, right? But with people that are at these camps, they are completely dependent upon somebody else for their survival. That's what I love about it. At some of these camps, man, you want to go swimming? All right, you say so. I'm taking you swimming. Whatever you want. And outside of the camp, they can't always just go swimming. There's just so many issues there and, and people looking at you. But here, everyone accepts each other. Everyone, it doesn't matter what your disability is because we all know we're in the same boat together. And sometimes there's an advantage to having a disability that people can spot. Because if you have a disability that you can hide, I promise you everything inside your humanity is going to want to hide that disability. And that's what really makes us disabled. That's what really makes us unable. When we can look at our life and say, I'm broken. I need help. Could you help me? I'm telling you, that's where happy comes from. When we can learn to not be the man, to not say, I'm fine, I'm just going to ignore this pain, but instead to be able to bring the pain to the open so it can be dealt with and just say, I need help.
Well, I could go on talking about these camps forever. I could do 10 podcasts, and maybe I will do another podcast or so. I promise you, over the years of podcasting, um, you're going to hear me talk more about this amazing group of people who are just, they're just people like the rest of us, but they've got a handle on something. They know what it's like to rely upon somebody else, and we should know that feeling too. There's nothing greater than when someone comes alongside you and says, you're valuable, can I help you? That's happy life to its fullest. So if you can find a camp or find a place that you could, you could help out someone who, who lives with a disability, I highly recommend it. But I'm telling you, don't try to be the man. Don't try to be super strong. It's okay to be weak. It's okay to need somebody because I believe happiness comes from interdependence, not from being dependent. Thanks for listening. I hope that helps. D-Base.